What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. I would like to first and foremost apologize if I sound like I am uh, a little in a bubble because I'm. I am, I've just recovered from having a little cold. So that's thankfully where, it was just a cold. Listen, oh, everybody and their mother's sick got a little cold. Got something. I mean, I I had a couple of work people that ended yeah. up having COVID like before yeah. the Christmas break. And I just feel like all the kids now, Yeah, I'm just like, stay away, yeah. no more hugs. I love you so much, but I don't want germs right now. Yeah. I mean, I brought more san- hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. I always, I almost wish we were back to wearing masks <laughs> because I just feel like all of them, I don't want to get sick. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just got over having that cold, you know, Aaliyah had it every, every ugh. Yeah. But I'm definitely glad that you're feeling better, and I'm thankful that it was nothing serious. You oh, know, yeah. me too. Yeah. yeah, it was like a quick, like two day, feeling really crappy, and then now I'm like, and now I'm just like stuffy. nasally. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. But I went to the doctor just to make sure because I'm traveling. I'm going to my sister's bachelorette trip. Yeah, literally leaving soon. So I was like, let me just make sure everything mm-hmm. is good. We did a strep test. We did COVID and everything. So yeah, I'm totally fine. Just a little, little cold. But Beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, so. That's why I sound like I'm, I feel like I do because my ears keep popping. You know that feeling? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I sound like I'm in a bubble. I don't oh. know how I actually sound, but yeah. So that's that. Okay. What are you grateful for today? My job. Cute. I am. I love it. Happy. You know? Of course, there's like ins and outs and upside downs with every job you'll ever have. And 100%. I guess because now I'm starting to settle in, I see them now. Mm-hmm. But I am overall very grateful for my job because... I have to shut off the politics side of it, you know, because there's always politics in every job you have or or drama. Let's call it drama, oh, okay. not politics. I was like, huh? No, yeah, no, not politics. I just mean like I get that, it. The same reason why I never winded up doing hair. The 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 petty talking, like I don't like all that, you know. So I have to just shut it off and remember, like my focus is my kids, um, and for that I'm grateful. Like I love them. I love doing my job. I love seeing them grow and learn and be better and you know stuff like that love it <laughs> what awesome. are you grateful for today Alyssa rose i just put life oh i don't know new year just waking up and just grateful for just life mm. in general that's, sun is shining today that helps that does help oh that's actually it's yeah. actually a good one mm, thanks yeah yeah, yeah. I went through it yesterday. I I was telling you before we started recording. I just I had a really bad day, guys. But emotionally, just ridiculous. And ever said, um, I was like, you know, what else could be wrong? And he was like, Jerry, just be happy. You're here. Life. You woke up. You're yeah. here. Be grateful for that. Well, he didn't use the word grateful, but he was like, just be happy for that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. But still, wow, wow, poor me. I'm reading. <laughs> I, you know, every now and then, I think we deserve a little pity party. And yesterday was my pity party on myself. So, yeah. um, but I sh- my grateful today should have been that because I am grateful to be here. Yeah, but, exactly. You know. Yeah, I'm reading. Um, I'm like more than halfway through now. Uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Saying <sighs> finally got me to read it, and I was like, all right, new year, fresh start. I want to give less fucks. <laughs> And it's teaching me a lot and it's giving me a lot of perspective of just not little shit. Giving just, a fuck. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, I'm, I'm learning a lot from it. Are you reading it on Kindle or the actual book? I'm reading it on Kindle. We do have the physical book, though, too. No, yeah, I know. I was thinking yeah. maybe I should essay if Aliyah could borrow it. I think anyone, everyone maybe. should read it. I read it. I think, uh, although on Christmas when Zane was opening up and got another yeah. book by that same author, I was thinking he mentioned that he's read it like five or six times. Yes. You know, so yeah, I'm like, it's a good refresher. maybe I need to read it again. Read it again. You know, I highlight, but, I've been highlighting like certain parts of it too. Oh. And Zane was like interested because he's been telling me for so long, this is his favorite book. Um, and so he's like, oh, tell me like the little things that you highlighted. So I was like reading him yesterday, like all, like the little lesson. It's like things that you know in the back of your head, but just to hear it again yes. is like so reiterating. And I don't know, I feel like I resonate with a lot of the book of like, just not giving a yeah. fuck a fuck it's like that that girl that you ended up being right on the one who was talking with the stuff behind her about people aren't going to remember you jerry for like being bald you know what, what i'm saying do you remember that the tiktok oh oh the poetry the, right yes, yes so yes, yes. it's like that too it's like we know these things but why can't we have it in front of us so yeah. i've listened to that thing probably three more times since that Aww. listener sent it to me yeah because i think it is so important yeah to remember but that should same thing with like in your book yeah you should okay. so it's like the same thing with the book it's like we know these things but sometimes having it just fresh in our mind helps us mm-hmm. But go on, Miss Alyssa Rose. Why let's don't see. you just read us a little? Let me see if I can find a little, a little insert. Um, let's see. I have to find out how to get excerpt. to it. How would you say that? Excerpt. excerpt. Yeah, a little excerpt. Yes. <laughs> I said insert. Insert. That's <laughs> uh, all right. You know, I try. Hold on. I, it took me a minute to try to figure out how to get to it yesterday because you know, getting old. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'm about to hit you guys with some deepness. Ready? Ready. No, it's so good. There's some good shit in here. <clears throat> Let's see, which one do I want to read? Um, I'll read a few of them. The deeper the pain, the more helpless we feel against our problems and the more entitlement we adopt to compensate for those problems. This entitlement plays out in one of two ways. One, I'm awesome, and the rest of you all suck, so I deserve special treatment. Two, I suck, and the rest of you are all awesome, so I deserve special treatment. Perspectives. Mm. There's another one. Who you are is defined by what you're willing to struggle for. People who enjoy the struggles of a gym are the ones who run triathlons and have chiseled abs and can bench press a small house. People who enjoy long work weeks and the politics of the corporate ladder, that's weird, are the ones who fly to the top of it. People who enjoy the stresses and uncertainties of the starving artist lifestyle are ultimately the ones who will live it and make it. You have to enjoy mm-hmm. the journey. Um, this is why our problems are recursive and unavoidable. The person that you marry is the person you fight with. The house that you buy is the house that you repair. The dream job that you take is the job that you stress over. Everything comes with an inherent sacrifice. Whatever makes us feel good will also inevitably make us feel bad. Mm. What we gain is also what we, what lose. we lose. What we create, what creates our positive experiences will define our negative experiences. Can I tell you, I promise I'm not lying. When I read this book, that was one of mine that was like, ooh. Yep. Because it's so true. What makes us happy is also what makes us sad. Like we have to understand that that's part of it yeah you, you can't know? just have a life without sadness because then yeah. you'll never have anything that makes you happy. but everything that makes you happy is also going to make you sad so you and have to understand fine. that yeah, yeah 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 okay last one 
<clears throat> actually two more happiness comes from solving problems the key word here is solving if you're avoiding your problems or feel like you don't have any problems then you're going to make yourself miserable if you feel like you have problems that you can't solve you will likewise make yourself miserable the secret sauce in the solving of the problems the secret sauce is in the solving of the problems not in having the problems in the first place we all fucking got them, but it's about how you solve them. Mm-hmm. Everyone has problems. And the last one is just one sentence. Uh, the solution to one problem is merely the creation of the next one. Oof, let that sink in. The solution to one problem is merely the creation of the next one. Meaning, once you get to there, that doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect. Because there be will always be another else. problem. So it's not about the problems. It's about how you handle them. Mm-hmm. And not everything is your fault, but it is your responsibility. Mic drop. Oof. Yeah, so it's a great book and it's very, um, I don't know, it's kind of like I feel like how I like to learn certain things. Like in the chapter I'm reading right now, it's literally like you're not special. Like what you're going through, people have gone through it. You're not special mm-hmm. and i just love that like hard hitting of like damn mm-hmm. you right it is it's like what you make of anything that's thrown at you like that's yep. you know that's life so and um yeah he kind of goes into like you know not giving a fuck if like if you have like good things to give a fuck about then you won't give a fuck about the little stupid shit you know mm. it's like the subtle art of just not giving a fuck about the things that don't really matter it's a good book. So those are my uh, recent excerpts. I'm like a little over halfway through. So nice. Yeah, I like it. She's letting it all sink in. I am. Yeah. Because I did read it, but that one that you were re- read- reading about, like your house will be you know, the place you love, but also yeah. the one you have to repair. It's like I remember reading that and going, "Oof." Yeah. So true. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Just be prepared. Yeah. Yep. The good, the bad, the bad. You know. Yeah, like that's life. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're never going to have a life full of just complete happiness all the time. Nope. All right. Well, yeah. So that's my grateful. And that's what I've been doing, reading that book. So I feel like I woke up today. And today's really the first Monday of the year because last week didn't last count. Last Monday didn't count. No. Okay. So I woke up today feeling great. I'm like feeling better. Regard- uh, what am I trying to say? Regardless of how I sound. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I do feel great. So, yeah. Um, so with that being said, a few of you guys have um, your 2024 emails that we didn't get to. But also Jerry did say that she wants to talk about a goal that she forgot to I talk about. I completely forgot about this. And mm-hmm. when I listened back to last year's, I said one of my goals and I I prefaced it by saying, I don't even know if it's going to be ever possible. But one of my goals was being able to put my foot in a pant leg without picking up my foot. And ladies and gentlemen, drum roll, please. (laughs) Your bitch can put her fucking leg in her pants without physically picking it up. So I do have to lean against... Like if I'm in the bathroom, I'll lean against my sink or if I'm outside getting dressed, I'll lean against my dresser Yeah, because my balance obviously is still off. But the fact that I could physically, that I don't have to physically with my hand pick up my leg to put it in my pant hole was a goal that I said 
I don't think I'll ever be able to physically do it. Ever. And it was something, because the other thing I really wanted to do is tippy-toe again. And I can tippy-toe if I start off with my left first foot. If I start with my left foot first, I can go up on my left and then use my right and I can go up. But I can't start from my right. Like I can't like on my, just if I was standing like on one leg, Mm -hmm. I can't tippy toe with my right. Mm -hmm. And again, that's something I don't think I ever will be able to do because my Achilles was like Mm -hmm. so damaged, Mm -hmm. my Achilles reflex. But they do say that nerve regenerates like over a certain period of time. Uh, So maybe it is something that I will eventually do. I did try it when I realized, when I listened back and went, wow, I didn't even make the, it wasn't like a day I woke up and I was like, oh my God. Could do it it just happened so gradually that i didn't even realize right. i was doing it right so i don't know if this whole tippy toe thing will be able will be something that just happens and i don't realize it but when i re- when i heard this and when i was writing things down i stood up right away to try to see and i was like okay i still can't tippy toe <laughs> um but i think that's going to be next next year i want to reflect back and yeah. see if i can tippy toe on my right foot that's so, awesome I was so proud of myself, literally because I thought physically it would be something I couldn't do. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't like I want to lose 10 pounds where I have control of that. This is like physical, my nerves, you know? So the fact that I had enough healing over the last three years of this nerve, five years, it's been five years. Wow. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's been five years, wow, guys, um, that it actually did get enough that I could do it. And uh, yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. I forgot to tell you. I was so Aww. like emotional hearing yeah. that. I'm like, oh my God, I did that. I could put my pants on. <laughs> but um, yeah, long road coming, but. That's long, awesome. Long. Yeah, it just happened so gradually. You didn't yeah. even realize. Yeah, because I would do it, you know, like little by little. And then it was like, I would put them on the floor and just try to like scoop my foot into the hole and try that way. And now I'm realizing, I'm like, wait. I can kind of do this. I've been kind of doing this. And yeah, it was, I was so proud. That's so, awesome. I'm so proud thank of you. you. Thank you. Yay. Fuck back injuries, guys. Take care of your guys back, man. For Take real. care of your back. If you feel something, go to the damn doctor. Yes. Strengthen your core too. Word. So, so key. Okay. So you want to read the first one? Sure. Okay. Uh, um. So we had a few. Did you already say this? That we I had a few? So. Okay. Yeah. A few extra 2024 emails. Yes. Uh, so 2024 goal, start a new career. Hey, listen, Jerry, I just finished listening to the Christmas episode where you asked for our goals for the new year. To give, to give you a little background, I graduated from college in 2022 and went right into working a full-time job as a chemist. 
Oh, that's so interesting to me. Um, in December of 2022, I got a promotion. And at the time, I was so excited. Fast forward to now, one year of being in my no- new role, and I hate it. Oh, no. The job itself is not my favorite, but the real icing on the cake is the toxic work environment. To provide some insight, I don't feel like I'm trusted to do my job. My time outside of work isn't respected. And every conversation with my boss seems to turn into a gaslighting and insulting my intelligence. That sucks. Uh, Luckily, I have a great relationship with the chemistry department chair at the college I graduated from. And immediately after graduating in May of 2022, I was asked to teach a chemistry lab course part-time during the fall semester. I've always been interested in teaching and working with kids since I coach field hockey and I used to coach gymnastics. So this has allowed me to get my feet wet with teaching and with low commitment. Well, I just finished my second semester teaching this December. So, and I'm so grateful that I took the opportunity to teach right after graduating. In August, 2023, I started looking at my options to pursue teaching full-time in middle of high school. As of today, I've got my chemistry content exam for grades seven through 12. I'm starting an education course on January 15th, and I have a second interview for an eighth grade science, uh, eighth grade science position tomorrow. Long story short, my 2024 goal is to start a new career doing something that fulfills me, and I'm so excited. Happy New Year. Love ya. See ya. Bye. She said remix. Love ya. Yeah, yeah, see ya. She's changing it up for the new year. <laughs> Wow. So Damn. congratulations. Yeah. That's amazing. It kind of sucks that like what you thought you loved, you went for, you loved it, then you got the promotion and it's kind of just completely like, woof. Yeah. You know, but. But you're still in the field and you're just pivoting what you're going to do. And now she's even going to be better off because she loves working with kids. So yeah. I think like everything happened for a reason. This is where you meant to be and good for you for doing it. 100%. Congratulations. That's amazing. Congrats. Uh, 2024 goals. Hope I'm not too late. You are, but don't worry. We're still going to read it. We're here. <laughs> Hello, Darren and Alyssa. Happy New Year. Wishing you both nothing but the best for 2024. Thank you. Excited to see what it brings for all of us. To start, my grateful today is my cat, Bella, who I love so much, and she's my everything. Aww. <laughs> I decided to make some different goals for myself this year, goals that are more likely to succeed and not too difficult or harsh. I also did not want to include anything, include losing weight in this year, as it always gives me so much pressure and it never works out. I also bought my a journal and I started journaling and hoping to keep this out up throughout 2024. So far, good. So f- hello. So far, so good. Four days in. LOL. Having too much fun coloring everything in and filling it to make it my own. My goals for 2024. Yay. Wait, what? That's our goals to keep journaling. I- Wait, no, there's. Oh, 2023 was a really difficult year. It really tested me. And I'm hoping for only good vibes and positive things for 2024. Okay, love you. Bye. I think there's oh. supposed to be something here. And it's missing. Oh my god, oh. it is. It's in a different font. It's in a different color. What do you I talking? can highlight it. <gasps> <laughs> See that I knew there was something supposed to be there. Okay, here's her goals for 2024. <laughs> Wait. You put it in a white font. How do you how do you highlight it? Try to hold your finger underneath where it says my goals for 2024. Is it working? It says be nicer to myself. Do more fun things. Travel more. Don't be so scared. Oh, it's not working I for have you. Nothing. Okay, I got it. <laughs> Don't be so scared of new things slash people. Cook more healthy dishes from cookbooks. No regrets. Less overthinking. More reading. Take photos and videos. 
And then wow. she says, 2023 was a really difficult year. It really tested me. And I'm hoping for only good vibes and positive things for 2024. Okay, okay love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Somehow your goals ended up in a white font. And I fear I cracked the code. You did because I didn't even look. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Isn't that funny? We That's got it. crazy. We got it. I love those. I just think you need to be more specific with yourself. Travel more. Where you going? What month you going? When you doing it? That's Are we just, saving? Oh, oh. You know? I, okay. because these well, things are listen. easy to write down but then you're gonna disappoint it with yourself because you're not gonna you're not gonna know where to even what to do okay yes i do agree with Liz that having specific goals makes it easier to adhere to them you know like if you plan ahead for a trip you're gonna Just stick to shit. it Just do shit. um but here i am thinking that your only goal was to keep journaling so <laughs> Keep that up, girl. Keep it up. <laughs> you got this. Um, I can't see what else you said. Something about cooking from cookbooks. That's yes. great. Like making more healthier recipes. I think that's great. Yes. Um, maybe do it like a certain amount of times a week, you know, to make it more specific. Or Correct. maybe like meal prep where you'll do it every Tuesday and Thursday yeah, or, you know, whatever. Book and post note yeah. it. Yeah. Like something that will make you stick to right. it. I agree. When you have more specific things, it does make it sort of easier or I don't know if it makes it easier or it makes you like really focus on it. Like, holy shit, I, ha I have to hold myself accountable now. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm holding myself accountable by putting specific things down. And it makes you feel so. good. You're doing something or that you wanted you to fail. do. <laughs> You're doing something you wanted to do. Yeah. Like you said travel more. So it's like, okay, where do you want to go? Let's start looking at it. Are you going to drive? Are you going to fly? What's the budget? Like, let's start planning it. Even Alyssa if you go on is a one planner. Trip. I am and I'm not. Oh, I feel like you are such a planner. It depends. I like a vacation with no plans. If that makes sense. Well, you have to plan to get there. But you once get you plan get, to there, get you, there, but then you want to just... But once I'm there, gotcha. Zane and I like to just do whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like a big itinerary okay. too much. Loose plans. But loose an itinerary to get there. Once you gotta you're there, get though, there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like planning it, but I gotta get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think like taking action. I think that like a lot of people are just like in their head about like things that you want to do. And it's like, well, you're I'm I'm just reading this book called The Subtle Art of Fucking <laughs> <laughs> And it's like you're in control. Like if you want to do something, fucking do it. Do it. And if you don't if you don't do it, then did you really want to do it that much? Like check in with yourself. Like if you didn't do something, then you just didn't want it that bad. Because if you want something bad enough, you'll do it. Yes and no. I agree. And I agree to disagree. Mm. Because I feel like sometimes just life gets in the way and that gets put on hold for some certain You're prioritizing things. different things and you didn't want it bad enough. No, it's like, uh, for example, like my walks or something like that, like Frankie being fucked up isn't something that like I chose or that I wanted something less. You still go on a walk. No, I know, but it's... No, it's like stuff like I can go straight from work straight to the gym, but I can't. I got to go home first because mm -hmm. that extra hour, now I'm going to walk home to piss all over. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so there's certain things. After. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that certain things. That was just the first thing that popped into my head because, uh. you know, Frankie is always on my mind because I got to always make sure I go take it for Frankie. But I feel like certain things are 
uh, disrupted by other things that aren't necessarily because I'm not choosing not to go on the walk right now. I have to not go on the walk right now because I had to go home and take care of Frankie. And then it's like, then I feel like one thing in front of another thing in front of another thing. Like, I feel like it just rolls over. So yeah, I know what you're saying. You're going to sit there and tell me, well, you really just didn't want to go for the walk. But no, I really did. But once you get home and you have cats and dogs and every other shit you got to take care of, it just gets pushed aside. And now all of a sudden you got to cook dinner because now it's time for dinner. So while I really did want to go for that walk, life took control. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That's all. Okay. So if you have goals, you can do them. Okay, next one. I think this one is screaming you to read. Okay. <laughs> you just want to hear more of my bubble my bubble voice? No, because I it's it's long. It's a little longer. All right. New Year's episode 2023 slash 2024. Hi beautiful ladies. My name is Sarah and yes, you can use it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I immediately was like, says <laughs> Um, I'm gonna save all the mushy shit and jump right into this email. Damn okay. It. <laughs> Damn, I'm just kidding. 2023 was a fucking roller coaster of a year. Started pretty good and I started a new job, which I absolutely love. I work in a personal care home in the recreation recreation department and basically get to play games and do crafts with dementia patients, and I love it. Summer was pretty uneventful, but my family traveled to Chicago, where from Canada, to visit family, and I fell in love with the city. Then came September. I started my final year of my undergraduate degree, graduating in June, and began the daunting process of writing and conducting research for my thesis. Scary. Quick trigger warning for the mentions of self-harm and suicide. Summer going into fall was hard for me. I have previously been diagnosed with anxiety and chronic depression this year, and it skyrocketed. I did some things that I'm not proud of, and I relapsed with self-harming. October and November were the worst months of my life, and I attempted suicide and was sanctioned to a mental health facility for strict observation. It sucked. I don't know how else to put it. I was defeated and so angry I was still alive. My nurses were fantastic, and they were the key in my recovery process and me deciding I want to fight and live. I was eventually released from hospital and was able to return to classes. I have an amazing team working alongside me and my family, and my family is so supportive. My new medication is life-changing, and I now so badly want to live. Recovery is still a long road, but I wanted to share my story so others know that it will get better. I still have really bad days, but the good days come more frequently now, where this seemed impossible only a few months back. Jerry and Alyssa, I want to thank you for all the work that you put into this podcast. I binge listened while in the hospital, and your witty banter and laughs have kept me sane and happy and wanting to fight. Oh, my God. I promise this email is almost done. My goals for 2024 are working on myself and focusing on my recovery. My nursing staff in the hospital were incredible and inspired me to apply for a psychiatric nursing degree beginning of fall 2024. I am so excited to graduate from my current university degree and start this next adventure. I'm going to become a whole new me while never forgetting the hard times that got me here. There's so much to my story, but this email is long enough already. Even if you don't read this on the podcast, I'm glad I was able to share and hope my story can help someone someday. All the love. Um, that was beautiful it is talk about full circle right i'm so proud of you like from her darkest of days being helped and 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 being helped and influenced and now that's where you're gonna go like to me that's so incredible that you are now going to sort of go through a whole nother um degree and 
and help others who are like you. Like that's such a beautiful thing. And I'm so it. glad that you're doing well. And I thank you for sharing your story with us. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. You're gonna be a nurse. Oh my God, exciting. That's so incredible. Amazing. You did so good. Good for you. All right. What else are we jumping into today? Um, how about some advice? Okay. Do we have some over there? We have some. We have some listener updates. We have mother-in-law. Okay, Alyssa, what do you want to do today? Okay. Let's do... I mean, I feel like it's been a hot minute since mother-in-law. Sounds great. All right, let's do those. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay. Okay, in-laws, help, please. She's like, this is really long. <laughs> Damn it. I'll do it, I'll do it. You want me to do it? I'm going to try. Okay, you know what? Okay. New year, new me. Okay. Um, hi, ladies. Newish listener and obsessed with the relationship and podcast. Thank you. I need advice on my soon-to-be family, soon-to-be in-law family, mainly mother-in-law, non-acceptance to anyone outside of the family, not just me. For context, my boyfriend and I have been together for a year, recently moved in together, have talked about marriage, and are looking at engagement rings next weekend. He is the youngest of three with two oldest sisters who are married. With every interaction I've had with his parents, their behavior seems odd because they have never, and still have not, asked me a single question about myself or tried to get to know me. And anytime it's the four of us together... I feel like I could literally be standing there naked and nobody would notice me because they don't even look in my direction or acknowledge me. Ew. At first, I took a personal because why wouldn't you want to get to know the girl that your son wants to marry? But then I noticed it wasn't just me and the way they talked about their sons, their son-in-laws was just so awful. They literally talk about them like they are just the sperm, don sperm donors to their grandchildren. It sounds, sounds like just familiar. great people. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Someone else has said that before. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the sisters, especially the eldest, tells their mom everything about the marriage. So the parents will also harp on the little things that a brother-in-law, quote unquote, did wrong. And it's always such a big deal. For example, the oldest brother-in-law was on an important work meeting with his newly pregnant wife. And, sorry, and his newly pregnant wife threw up but he couldn't come to the office for another half hour. So suddenly, for the entire rest of the pregnancy, he was inattentive. Oh my God! Give me a break. Um, the second brother-in-law had a very had very valid concerns about the sister-in-law drink, drinking, which caused fights. But eventually, ended up having 
sorry, eventually ended up really helping her and have a really strong relationship. But because he caused the fighting at one point, their view of him is now skewed because they will always side with their daughter, even though they refused to see that she had a drinking problem. And brother-in-law was the only one to get her the help she needed. And now she is thriving because of him. They really just can't accept anyone. The oldest brother-in-law has a 16-year-old daughter from a previous relationship and is the sweetest kid. They have known her since she was about a year old and they still don't accept her as part of the part of the family. They don't acknowledge her as a grandchild. They don't have any pictures of her with the other grandkids. Nothing. It's really sad. I don't think his parents ever accepted that once their kids get married, their spouse slash kids are now their immediate family unit and priority, and they become the extended family. I brought this up to my boyfriend, who is such an angel and was totally understanding, and I think I really opened his eyes about his parents' behavior, how his parents' behavior is affecting me and could affect other people in our relationship and even had the realization of, is this how they would talk if this is how they talk about them, then what could, what could they possibly saying about us? He just said he was going to try to make an effort to divert any negative or degrading conversations about anyone, but I know he can only do so much. My question is, how do I deal with this? Do I accept that this is how my boyfriend's family is? I really hate to think that this is what I'm signing up for for the rest of my life, especially when my family has been so welcoming of my boyfriend. Sorry this is so long, but wanted to paint a good picture for you girls. Okay, okay love, love you. you. Bye. Yikesy. <sighs> Big yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um here here here's my advice. Uh no. Here's my opinion of the matter. Mm. Um my opinion from personal and just kind of life experience is how important is that for you? Right. Because it's great that your family accepts and welcomes him and he's part of your family. How important is it for you to feel that way with his family? Because if you will never be that for them, which it seems like that's how it's going to be because it just seems like that's who they are. But if you'll never be that for them, how does that sit with you? Mm -hmm. You know, like it's nice that you have a great family and that your boyfriend or your future husband or whatever is welcomed into that family and made feel comfortable. But are you okay with never feeling comfortable or sort of wanted in his part of the family? Is he going to be enough for you? And I think that's what the big question for you is is knowing that that's the relationship that you're going to receive if you choose to marry him, is that going to be enough for you? Because like you said, you're signing up with it for a lifelong, you know, journey. Are you going to be okay with only receiving that from your parents' side? Because I personally, I mean, unfortunately with my situation with my husband and his father passing and his mother not living here, I feel like I have that. But if they were here, and they, you know, if his father didn't pass, I would feel like I would want that, you know, like I would want to be accepted and part of his family as well. And I think by not being accepted or part of their family 
I think that's a pretty shitty way to feel. And again, it's how much you love him and how much, how important is that to you? Because I think only you can answer this. And I think you really need to dig down deep and see, is this something that you're okay living without? Is this something that you think could potentially cause a rift in your relationship? You know, um, but you have a very clear vision because it's not just you. It's the brother-in-laws. It's any outsider. That poor grandbaby has been a part of their life for 15 of her 16 years, and they don't even have a picture of her on their wall. That's so, so sad. And you have to, like I said, I think you need to just dig down deep in your soul and find out if this is the life that you want to live. Like, I understand your love for him, but when you marry him, you marry the family. So uh, I think you have to decide whether his love and the relationship with him is going to be enough to satisfy that in you. And if it is, then by all means, you know, go right ahead. But if you're going to have that constant, like, I wish it was more, you probably will never get it. So I think you're setting yourself up for, like, a not-so-great experience if you think you'll get it from them because mm -hmm. they obviously are people that don't like to give it, you know? Yeah, they sound like the people that act like their shit don't sink. Ugh. So when someone does one little thing wrong, they're like, look, now they're a horrible person. It's like, bitch. She threw up early in her pregnancy. on. She fucking threw up. He had a fucking important work meeting, making money to provide for his child. Like, it's people like that that their shit does stink, so they want to make everybody else look bad to make themselves mm. look fucking better. So um, I think ditto with everything Jerry just said. I think that if you're okay with it being surface level, then just leave it at that. Um, I also think that as your boyfriend is going to try to divert the negative energy, I think you should also do the same. Because personally, if I was in that situation where, say, Jerry was saying something negative about Amani or whoever... And I wanted to stick up for him, I would. So I think you as a sister-in-law should also take that, not just your boyfriend, also you. And if they're saying, hey, no, he, blah, 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 and you're like, what the fuck? He's a great guy, whatever. Like stand up for someone if you believe in it. Mm -hmm. So I think that you're also, this is not your fault, but it's your responsibility on how you react to it. So I think that if you you know, try to kind of make them feel like, hey, what you're saying is like not really nice, <laughs> you know, like make them feel almost kind of like silly, mm. you know, and like, what the fuck? Um, I think maybe they'll hopefully start to like realize that they're like being ridiculous. Like maybe nobody's ever called them out on their shit. Correct. Gotcha. And also maybe they need to know like, hey, like, that's none of your business, you know, like what he when he leaves a work meeting to go check on his wife or when they have a fight about someone drinking and now their relationship is good that doesn't concern if they have a a problem with someone else and their relationship that's their concern but two other people's relationships shouldn't affect their opinion of someone else mm -hmm. like we shouldn't be judging people based off the relationship of them with someone else they should be forming their own opinions you know what i mean yes. with that person right so what two other people are conversing about is nothing to do with them and they're just inserting themselves because they're fucking bored. I don't know. <laughs> so I think that you should definitely stand up against it. I think he should stand up against it. 
And um, I don't think it's something that you like need to leave your boyfriend for. But I definitely think it's something that needs to be addressed. Yeah. Um, and I think that maybe you might have to just come to accept that, hey, this is just going to be like surface level and we're going to be closer with my side of the family and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. As long as he's willing to live a life like that. Correct. You know? Yeah. I don't think it doesn't sound like you like need to like cut them out forever unless like something like really horrible happened to you personally. But I do think that they need to be called out on their negative yeah. behavior. I do too. And yeah, I think if you see something, definitely yeah. speak up to it. Yeah. Um, because some people are just booty and need that. <laughs> You know, they might, they've probably never, no, somebody had, I mean, sorry, you know what I'm trying to say. No Nobody's probably ever, ever yeah. Break and it, they're man. The, they're the parents, right? So they believe, like you said, like you started this with saying, they're the kind of people that think their shit don't stink, you know? If they've got it in their head that they're the parents, they're the boss, they're the creators, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, uh, no, we're all fucking adults now. They're married. They're not little children that you get to just boss around and everything else. But to make fun of, you know, he used the word like, degrading right in this email you said that like they're degrading so it's like if they're at their age raising adult children i mean they're done raising their children their children are adults now then by all means they definitely need to be called out for their bullshit you know and then otherwise i would definitely just not i would keep it surface level and move on with my boyfriend i don't know personally that's important to me family is really important to me so i don't know if I'd really be able to feel fulfilled being in that relationship, if mm-hmm. I'm missing so much out on that, mm-hmm. you know, but also I think it depends on how deep you love him, how long you're into it. You know, like all these, uh, I think there's a million other questions, but I think that's like a, he- that's a, that's a hefty load right there. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. that's important. Or, yeah. Even if you approach it in the way of like, say when they said the thing about, you know, Oh, he's not attentive because of that one scenario. It's like, Hey, maybe you should give people a little more grace yeah he was in a business meeting yeah she threw up one time that he missed out on attending to her it's gonna be okay she's pregnant for nine months right so there's been plenty of other times where he was fully attentive yeah or like hey tell me about a time someone has given you some grace (sighs) you know has there been a time in your life where you you know Mm -hmm. had to choose a different way and whatever and you know someone had to go a little easy on you it's okay yeah like check into them because they're acting like they've never done anything wrong or had to, you know, make a wrong decision or pivot or, you know, whatever, go against something that, you know, is the social norm, whatever it is. It's like, you got to give people grace. Like, just because that one scenario, we're going to hate the guy. Yeah. That's not fair. Also, just because <laughs> somebody bad. handles a situation different from you doesn't make them wrong. Exactly. Right? Exactly. If, if maybe... Maybe you would have, maybe your husband, maybe your father-in-law would have ran off to your mother-in-law had she been throwing up, but that doesn't mean that that couple needs to do the same thing. Right. You know Did I mean? you know if, if brother-in-law would have lost his job? Right. Like, And so, then what? They're having a child. Right. What's more important? She threw up in the toilet and needs to flush it? Or <laughs> or she needs to clean it up off the floor? You know, that's Or he's going to lose his like, job. Hello? So you never know what someone's going through or what they have to deal with. So you have to give people grace in life. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that people need more of that in this world because you were so quick to judge like silly little things that maybe you wouldn't do it that way, but you don't know what someone's going through and you don't know why they had to make that decision. So you need to just give people the benefit of the doubt. 
And there we go. And there we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mother-in-law advice. What's poppin', ladies? I just wanted to... to Wait, quickly... you read the last one. Did I really? You were about to... I Wait, mean, you're lying. I did that? Did you? You did, because I was like, oh, do you want me to read did. it? And you were Good, like, because I... this one's even longer and smaller print. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I was going to try to tackle that, though, but, you know. If you want somebody, to. No. Okay. No, by all means, okay. please. <laughs> Mother-in-law advice. What's poppin', ladies? Uh, I just wanted to quickly say that this podcast and Alyssa's vlogs have really kept me going. Oh, my God. Sorry, I have like all nasally. Uh, through many seasons of life, and you two are such an inspiration to me and many other people. Thank you. Thank you. Now we're to start. I met my now fiance in 2021, and we got engaged this past year. Planning for a 2025 wedding, which is very exciting, and I cannot wait to marry the love of my life. He's truly such an amazing man. Yay! But this email's not about him. It's about his mother. Mm. To start, I didn't even meet his parents and brother until about six months, six-ish months into dating him. And that was an issue with us in the beginning because he never gave me a good reason why. Now I know why. I think he wanted to protect me from that as long as possible. I met them for the first time on Thanksgiving and we were hosting at our house. Now looking back, why did we do that? It was the most stressful experience of my life. And now every time I see his parents, it's as equally as a stressful experience. To date, I've only really spent time with them during Thanksgiving and New Year's. They are Polish, so Christmas Eve is a big thing for them. My fiancé was born here in the States, but he is fluent, and his parents are a bit hard to understand sometimes with their accents, which is a whole under another thing. Now, my biggest issue with his mother just happened yesterday, which prompted me to write in. Ooh, fresh. But before that, uh, before I get to that, I'll just mention that during every get-together with them, they have very little social awareness. I guess that's the best way to put it. His parents always somehow end up fighting with each other at the dinner table, or if my fiancé leaves the room with his mom, leaves the room, his mom will say random things about his ex, which she hated. One time, his father walked into our house without knocking, and I was still sleeping in bed. Another time, his mom walked in without knocking while I was in my office working. Hmm. Anyways, it's all been manageable up until yesterday. I was working in my office when I get a notification on my ring and I wasn't able to look at it until I hear a knock at my door. So without checking, I get up and answer the door and it's his mother. She was dropping off some paperwork and mail for him. I greet her, hug her, say nice to see you, and I thought she would leave after that. Boy, was I wrong. She spent the next 25 minutes verbally, emotionally attacking me, not to be dramatic. She was begging me to go back to school saying I'm a smart girl, but I need to get my doctorate. I currently have a bachelor's, but the job that I'm doing now doesn't require a degree, but I make good money and I get to work from home, so I love it. She basically thinks that if I don't become a doctor, I'm going to regret it. She goes, what do your parents think about it? And I said, they don't care. They know I have a job and they're happy about it. I don't think she thinks I have a real job since I work from home. She probably thinks I just sit at home all day doing nothing. She goes on and on about this literally, on and on about this, literally hands in front of her chest begging me to go back to school. And I'm just standing there trying not to cry. She calls me lazy. She's also called me overweight during a previous Christmas Eve. She basically belittles me for 25 minutes and then asks me not to be mad at her. She also mentioned our wedding. She already, we already put the deposit on one date but she asks why not this other date and i said we already booked it she asks what church we're getting married in because it quote has to be a catholic wedding and i brush it off saying we don't know when in reality we're not getting married at a church we're getting married at the venue then at the end she has to talk about his ex-girlfriend who she thinks was useless and many other degrading things why does his ex have to be brought up every time i talk about her every time i talk to her 
This whole one-sided conversation was truly a traumatic experience for me. After all this, my fiancé comes home from work and I have a mental breakdown explaining all of this to him. He gets furious and calls his mom. She doesn't answer, so he drives there and yells at his mom, telling her that none of her, quote, concerns about school, his ex, etc. are any of her business and to stop talking to me about those things. He also told her not to stop by from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and bothering me while I'm working. Now, the advice that I would like, if you have any at all, is how do I deal with this woman for the rest of my life? My concerns are dealing with wedding planning, having kids. I can't even imagine bringing kids around her and how she'll handle that. Basically, just going through life, having to deal with this negative, demanding, know-it-all energy every time I see her. We can't cut them off. It's just not an option. And we tried to keep them at arm's length for a whole relationship. And I'm thinking that's just going to have to how be how it continues at this rate. I'm so, so sorry for the long email, but this has been boiling up for the past three years and I needed to tell somebody. I'm embarrassed to tell my friends about my horrific experiences with my future mother-in-law and I'm jealous of any daughter-mother-in-law relationship that isn't as horrible as mine. Thank you so much for reading this. If you did, I appreciate you too so much. And here are some pictures of the day we got engaged. Oh my God. First of all, can we give props and one-ups to the mans for hell and yes like i'm so glad you said that i'm like i hope that's where this is going i am so happy because very often we get the men who don't do anything or like yo she didn't mean it like that or that's just who she is right so the fact that he went and was like listen keep your shit to yourself you don't have no part in this yeah like kudos to him yes that's what we women or even the men you need a support a supportive spouse yes a supportive partner in life that's gonna have your back you know and you seem to have that with them with him sorry um but go on Alyssa, because you said first go ahead you you have something else to say what i I don't know i felt like you had oh um i don't know i i think that you're doing the right thing i think keep her at arm's length if you said you can't cut her off because it's just not an option um I think that she needs to be put in her place. And I think that your fiance did do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think f- further action is needed. Um, I wish maybe you told her off when she was standing at your door. <laughs> okay, well, uh, Alyssa, you, Alyssa, uh, Alyssa. Uh, um, what, what would be your advice to her if she does it again? Because I know you went through the, are you going to college? You know, like that kind of thing. How would uh, you, how do you think she could put it in a way that maybe the mother would get the fucking hint of like, get off my back? Like, well, how, okay. how, how do you think? Hopefully she got the hint with the fiance saying, don't fucking ask about it again. What's wrong with you? Okay. If she did not, um, when brought up again, I would just say that is simply none of your business. <laughs> That's all. And like... What like what does my education or me going to school have anything to do with you? Mm-hmm. This is my life, not yours. If you want to go back to school, do it. Go back to school. Like why? What's her big concern? That has nothing to do. Does she think like you're gonna just mooch off her son and like stay home, do nothing with your life? Like I don't understand why people have to be so concerned over what you're gonna do with your life. Yeah, it's like none of her business. Like, if you, if their son chose you as a partner they should trust their son's capabilities, their son's, right. they raised him, right? So if they did a good job raising their son, I would hope that they would have confidence that their son is picking a life partner for himself 
that he sees fit. Yeah. And I, what, the one thing I would say I just don't want you to ever do is feel like you have to prove yourself to her. Like, I don't want you to be like, well, I do this and this is my salary and I work this. And, like, you don't need to prove yourself to her. No. Fuck that. She needs a belly pinch. <laughs> what was that? To <laughs> she needs a one rep. Because she's also making comments, comments on your, your weight. Oh, God. And she's gaslighting you, fucking showing up at your door for 25 minutes and then saying, just don't be mad at me. Which means that she knew everything that she said was offensive if she's saying don't Correct. be mad at me. Like, hello. She is also trying to tell you where to have your wedding and <laughs> telling you it has to be a Catholic wedding. And you gotta Boy, go, she babe, and, we're she, getting married at the venue and that's it. You wanna come or not? Surprise. You're correct. Wow. Uh, you just, she has to be told, this is none of your, like, are you bored? <laughs> you sound bored. That's what I would say. I would say, I think you need to find something else to occupy you need your a hobby? time other than my life. You're so obsessed with me. Why don't you pick up crocheting or something, like something babe. to occupy your time? <laughs> You need me to sign you up for a bowling league or something? I don't. I just will never understand the goal of people. Like, she I don't understand. I mean, there's a difference between trying to make small conversation. You know, you're meeting somebody new. Yeah. Hey, what are you going to do with your life? Like, I can understand. Yeah. But to come knocking on your door when this has already been discussed, you know, like, like what? Like, and knowingly doing it when she knows her husband, her son was out of the house. Like, to me, that was very intentional. Yes. Like, what, what is your point? Like, what are you trying to do? You live you in know? a home and she's showing up asking you what your parents think about your career. <laughs> like, bitch, I'm a grown ass woman. Goodbye. Go, go home. Like, what are with you her doing? hands what in front of her back? chest, like begging you. She's, she's literally begging you with her hands in front of her chest, like praying that you're going to go back to school. Like, don't you like, have something better to do with your time? I'm very content with my life. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for your concern. I don't get it, Liz. I don't get people. I would say, you know what? I'm very happy with my career right now, and I don't want to be unhappy in my life because I might end up like you knocking on the door of my future daughter-in-law's house, begging her what to do with her life because I'm not content with mine. I don't get it. So therefore, I will stick in my job that I'm very happy with. And if I want to go upgrade my degree one day, that will be my choice, not yours. Correct. It's none of your business. And even if me and your son decided to have babies and I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and quit my job, that is also our business. Our business that you need to see yourself out of. This is an A and B conversation. See yourself out of it, ma'am. Correct. Wowzer. I think she's kooky. And I think she needs to be like more than arm's length away. I think she needs to be put in her spot. I, I like... I mean, listen, I've had this happen where I literally have had a family member show up at my door and try to tell me what to do. Did I not? You I've had have. the same situation and they need to be told this is not your business. This is not your decision. It is mine. Mm-hmm. And that's what needs to be said. And so, I think your man did say it, but I think also you should also say it. Have it. Ha- have a situation like this arise again. I think you need to nip it in the bud and I think you need to say thank you for con- your concern, mm-hmm. but I'm good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And just like that. That's Try it. Try to just... Yeah. I mean, I had the same situation where I literally was like, I was walking out the door and they still came in and stood and talked to me for 25 minutes. Uh-huh. So literally, I feel you. Like, I had the same exact thing happen to me. And I was actually really proud of myself. I was like, this is not, I am not you. You are not me. Mm-hmm. 
we are not the same person and these are my decisions. Mm-hmm. And you cannot walk into my house and tell me what to do. The fact that she came to your house, the fact that it happened to you, I know what you're referencing. Yeah. But the fact that she came to your house trying to tell you what you should do with your life, to me... It's so violating. It's so violating. It's so, like, I felt so violated when that happened to me. I was like, whoa. This is, supposed this is my safe space. Get out. And it literally should be... Because it's family or in-laws, it should be safe people. But you realize it doesn't matter. What do we say, guys? Blood doesn't mean shit. Correct. You know, it really doesn't. Correct. So I have had the same thing happen to me. And I think that, I mean, all is said and done, it already happened. But I wish in that moment you would have been like, I am not you. And this is none of your concern. Right. Because I feel like that's what I did. I nipped it in the bud. And I was, I walked away proud of myself, you know, I stuck to my boundaries and I'm never going to let someone walk into my house and tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Yeah. And I hope that your man going to her ended. Yeah. Like I hope you never have to deal with it again. But I think if it does, I think like the list said, I think you need to say, especially if she comes to your house, this is my home. This is my, you know, how dare you come in here sort Mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm. I'm me, and mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing, and this is what your son and I are choosing to do with our life. And yeah. leave it at that, you know? Yeah. And I think also, like, the wedding thing, you're going to get the, well, I'm not going to come then. Okay. And you go, so then don't come. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. And you're like, oh, oh, what, 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 what? Right, well, because uh, they're, uh, 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 they want you to you, make you, them. Want, you don't want me there? <laughs> no, I did. That's why I invited you. Correct. But if you don't want to come because of the way I'm choosing to do my <laughs> wedding, then you don't need to. Have and your I'm own like, fucking event. I am not going to change around everything to accommodate you. This is Correct. my day, you know? Correct. Fuck them. Fuck them yeah. all. Correct. If Fuck you all. want, If you want your own little shindig, plan your own event. This is my day. My one day that I get. That what I want is leave me alone. And that's that. And that's that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I feel like that was a good episode. It was. We did good. Of course we did. Of course. <laughs> I love that energy. Of course we fucking did. Of course we did. (laughs) Have a great weekend, you guys. And we'll talk to you all on Monday. And hopefully my voice will be better. (laughs) Okay. Love you. Bye.